Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning to each of you who have joined us this beautiful day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. I love that song that was just playing. Hallelujah. It's not by our might, not by our power, but it is by God's Spirit, His Holy Spirit. And we really need Him to breathe on us, to breathe on us, to saturate us with the breath of His Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. We stand in awe of you, God. Not by our might. We acknowledge it's not by our power, but by your spirit and your spirit alone. Well, let me introduce you to our team that is lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson, and I'm your facilitator. The angel of our house is Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to our leaders. We bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Our devotion leader this morning is Minister John Smalls. Good morning, Minister John. How are you doing today? I'm doing so well. How are you doing? I am well, thank you. And you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you, ma'am. Okay. All right. Hallelujah. And our prayer requests and any praise reports that have been sent in will be offered by Sister Myrna Whitstone. Good morning, Sister Myrna. How are you today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. Good morning, Minister John. I am doing wonderful. Thank you. How are you? I am well. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's go before Father God together together in unity, where our God commands the blessing. Hallelujah. We need the oil. We need the oil. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you and we thank you. Thank you for your breath, Father, breathing through us this morning, bringing new life, new compassion new mercy, new grace. Thank you, Father, for the activity of our limbs. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for Jesus Christ thinking through us because we have the mind of Christ. Thank you for stability and soundness of mind. Thank you, Father, that you hear us this morning as we sit in our seat of authority and victory in Christ Jesus. Father, thank you that the incense that we send up on behalf of your people ascends without interruption to your throne. Thank you, Father, for your spirit flowing through Minister John and through Sister Myrna and everyone on this call to reach and impact our region and the world. We know, God, that it's not by our might, not by our power, 
but by your Holy Spirit. And we settle ourselves this morning to hear what your spirit is saying. In the name of Jesus, may your word be carried through the wind to reach us and to whom we are praying for this morning. In the name of Jesus, we pray amen, amen, and amen. Minister John, we're ready for the devotion. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. It is a pleasure and it's an honor to be here this morning. I like the way the word says, this is the day that the Lord has made. And we're going to rejoice in it. And sometimes when we say that, when I say that, I have to remember This is the day that the Lord has made. Whatever comes my way, I have to remember that the Lord has already predestined, predetermined. Now it's up to me to rejoice in the midst of whatever it is that's going to happen. Now sometimes the things that uh, happen can be bad things. Bad things happen to us. God has a different perspective in regards to when things happened to us. We know that bad things happen to people. Some bad things are the result of world events. Some are caused from bad decisions and conduct. Bad things happened. But as born-again believers... Our Father, our Father wants us to trust and stand on his word in the midst of things happening. Take, for instance, January 18th, 2010. It was an amateur bowler by the name of Bill Fong. He was three rows away from perfection. Three consecutive perfect games, a 900. In the history of bowling, there have only been 21 perfect series, only 21. After rolling 33 consecutive <clears throat> strikes, Bill gathered his ball, <clears throat> walked up to the line and rolled another strike. And then he did it again and rolled another. The crowd, as you can imagine, went wild. It was hysterical. But something was wrong. Two frames back, Bill had begun to to sweat diffusely. I mean, he was just sweating and feeling dizzy at the time but he was only one roll away from history. One roll away. So Bill pulled the ball to his chest like he normally would. He took his usual five steps like he would normally. And he released the ball 
perfectly. People started the clapping and cheering before the ball reached the pins. That's how perfect the ball was going. It curved exactly where it was supposed to curve and made contact exactly with the pins at precisely the right point. Pin slew. Crowd went wild. And the number 10 pin wobbled, wobbled, but settled back on its base. Eight ninety-nine. One pin short of perfection. One pin. So Bill heartbroken. Bill went home. Still dizzy. This dizziness started back on frame number thirty-four. Hadn't improved. When he got home, Bill staggered into his restroom. And then, once there, he threw up. The walls around him began to spin, and then Bill fell asleep. When he awoke the next morning, he realized that he had suffered a stroke. And later that year, Bill had open-heart surgery. At the age of 46, he had open-heart surgery. He survived, despite a 70% chance that he wouldn't. The doctors, amazed, told him that the only thing that saved his life on that night of 899 was that number 10 pin stayed up. The doctor said, had that pin, the number 10, had fallen, Bill's body, already in the midst of a stroke, would have pushed his blood pressure even higher. And that assuredly would have killed him immediately. What he thought was the worst thing that could ever happen, the most awful thing that could ever happen, after rolling 899, all those pins correctly, but the last one didn't fall. He thought it was the worst thing. But the worst thing was the thing that actually saved his life. So many times in life, we may think, that the worst things that are happening to us, how could this happen? Why did God let this happen? Why is it happening to me? 
That is the natural way to think in our flesh, in ourselves, in the moment. Why did this loved one have to die? Why did I lose my job? Why? 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 And I am sure that's what Bill thought. I am sure that's what Joseph thought when he was thrown in the pit. Hence to be as a slave placed in the prison. Why? Why? But all along, God's but the sometimes instead of asking why we need to get into our hearts and bury it there as a seed so as a bamboo tree that those roots would go deep before it springs up and we should release the words of Roman 8.28 that says, and we know with great confidence that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together for for those who love God to those who are called according to it and We should take our eyes and focus on the Lord and say, Father, I may not understand. At times I may not agree. But I know that you're deeply concerned for me. And I may not understand and I may not know that you cause all things to work together because Father, I love you. Look at another word. Romans eight twenty eight. And I know. Amen. 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 Thank you, Minister John. <clears throat> Thank you. Hallelujah. That was an awesome devotion this morning, and we bless the Lord. Hallelujah. I remember a, a quote from Angel Maya Angelou as you were speaking about the bowling um, scenario. She said, every storm runs out of rain. So no matter what 
you're going through. There's light at the end of the tunnel. And everything is working out for our good. Amen, amen, amen. Sister Myrna, please come lead us into prayer this morning. Saints, let's stand together in agreement and believe together as she prays. Thank you, Father God. King of glory, we thank you this morning for your presence here. We thank you for the worship this morning that prepared us to have ears to hear what you have spoken by your word. We thank you, Father God, for this awesome privilege to come before your presence and lift up these dear ones to you this morning. We lift up John Lang to you, Father, Elder Claude's brother, whose doctors are telling him and his family that his organs are shutting down. But, Father, I'm so thankful and so grateful that we serve a God of wonders and a God of miracles. And we know that nothing, not one thing, is impossible for you. We don't need to know why John's organs are malfunctioning, Father. We just know that you could heal John. You can restore the functions of his organs to operate exactly as you have created them to function and even better. Whatever it is that is causing this chaos in John's body, we command it to cease and desist now in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over John right now where he is from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. We call him healed, we call him whole, and we call him complete in Christ Jesus. By your stripes, John is already healed. We believe your word of healing over John. Father, not only is John going through the storm, but we also lift up his wife, Wanda, and their children. The prayers of a wife are so powerful and effective. They hit the target every single time. We pray that Wanda will be strengthened and encouraged by your word as she speaks healing and goodness over her husband. Shield their children, Father God, from the spirit of fear entering into their minds. We pray for John and Elder Claude's mom and dad as well. We just lift up the whole entire uh, Lane family right now, Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask, Father, that you would do what is impossible for medicine right now where John is within his entire body, his mind, and his spirit. And may you receive all the glory and all the honor and all the praise in Jesus' name. Father, we come in agreement with Rhonda Gray, who lives in Georgia. She's having a surgical procedure today for a mastectomy on her right breast due to cancer that is trying to manifest in her body. We speak to the cancer cells and command them to release her body now in the name of Jesus. We know, Father, that you are Rhonda's healer and that you have already healed her body. Of every negative cancer cell in her entire body, we speak a quick and easy recovery period. May Rhonda's recovery time be a time of resting in your presence, reading your word, and being overwhelmed by your goodness in her life so that when she is back on her feet and back to the assignments and tasks that you have for her, Lord, her testimony will be strong and will point others directly to you. We continue in prayer, Father God, for Sincere, who is experiencing reoccurring seizures. Father, you said in your word that this kind comes out by fasting and praying, and that's the season that we are currently in. 
So we come to you this morning, Father God, with clean hands and a pure heart. This morning, on behalf of Sincere, reveal to Sincere's mom the cause of the seizures. If that spirit has a name, Father God, make it so clear and audible to Sincere's mom that she would call it out by name in the name of Jesus and command it to leave because that spirit is no longer welcome in Sincere's body any longer. We plead the precious blood of Jesus over Sincere right now where he is, and we speak to Sincere's spirit man and speak, Peace be still in the name of Jesus. Father God, we lift up Deisha Davis, Janae Dekea, who just found out that a family friend has committed suicide. And we also lift up the Guthuru family who are grieving. Father, we ask for your ministering angels that are assigned to Deisha, Janae, Dekea, and the Guthuru family to surround them during this time of shock, grief, pain, and loss. Cover them as they go through this time of grief and loss. Continue to allow each of them to see your goodness in the midst of pain. Father, give them eyes to see your goodness through the storm. Holy Spirit, we ask that you guide and you lead these families to discover the why as they seek the answers in their prayer times in order to get to the what, which is the root cause of the issue. Father, we just pray against the Spirit of we just pray against spirit of suicidal idolation and the spirit of depression. These spirits, Father God, that enter the minds of your children, Father, guard our hearts and our minds, Father God, that we would only think of things that are good and lovely and of good report. Strengthen each and every one of us on this call, Father God, with a spirit of boldness and courage like never before to speak to these spirits by name and to cast them out of our families, out of our children, out of our friends, out of our loved ones with boldness and courage. Father, may we take a stand for holiness and righteousness for the sake of the souls of others. We stand on your word, Father, for it is not your will that one should perish. We know that the thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy lives, destroy families, and destroy destinies. But, Father, you've sent your son, Jesus, to come so that we may live life and live it to the full. We believe this for our families. We believe this for our children and for our loved ones. Father God, we speak Isaiah 41.10 over these families. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Father, we know that you are greater than anything we ever face, anything that we'll ever go through in this life. By the power of the name of Jesus itself can break the chains of cancer, sickness, suicide, depression, death, and seizures. Now, in the name of Jesus, off of the lives of your dear ones and these families that we have presented to you this morning. We thank you in advance, Father God. Have your way, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Father. And we 
stand in agreement here on earth as touching, according to Matthews 18 and 19, so we know that the prayers that Sister Myrna has offered up this morning, it shall be granted for us by you, Father. We want to quickly swing back to Minister John. Minister John, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us this morning? Yes, ma'am. In a final word, um, let's go back to Jeremiah 29, 11 in the Amplify, where it talks about God says, well, I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you. Plans for peace, well-being, and not for disaster. Not only that, he says, I want to give you a future and a hope. So God's plan is always for our best. So with confidence, when things come against us, bad things come against us, storms come against us, and we feel like we can't rise above, let's remember what his word says, for I know the plans that I have for you. And according to Romans 8.28, stay with confidence. And I know that God is deeply concerned about us, causing all things to work together. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And I know that God is causing all things to work together. Amen, amen, amen. For my good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Well, we appreciate you all for joining the call this morning. We appreciate and love and honor the angel of our house, Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith, and we bless them again in the name of the Lord. We want to remind you all to please send in prayer requests. Send them into www.newdestiny.online. From the home page, click Connect. Then Prayer. Scroll down, and you'll be able to enter your prayer request there. We love to pray. We have been called to pray. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister John, Sister Myrna, and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. Please invite others to join in with us Tuesday through Thursday at 5 a.m. on the prayer call and Saturday mornings for corporate intercessory prayer. We are live and live streaming. This week, corporate intercessory prayer will be at the Pittsburgh location. Again, corporate intercessory prayer this Saturday will be at the Pittsburgh location at 7 o'clock a.m. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this word, the word that you gave this morning, Father. Bless, Father, your son, dear God, that gave the word. Bless your daughter, Father, that prayed, dear God, on behalf of your people this morning. And bless every caller, I pray. Be glorified, Jesus. Be glorified this morning. I declare your word, that, Father, that you bring alignment into every life under the sound of my voice, so that everything that they do is decent and in order for advancement of your kingdom. Father, I declare John 16 and 33, that your people be of good cheer. Jesus has overcome the world. 
And I declare that they are victorious. Father, cause your people to stand in victory, to stand fully armored as they walk in the high places that you are shifting them to in the name of Jesus. Father, I declare that they walk in the high place and they stand with feet as hinds feet in the altitude. I break the power of fear. I bind up fear in the name of Jesus. I lose life and life more abundantly. You've not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and soundness of mind. I declare that your people are strong in the Lord, in you, Lord, and in the power of your might. I declare Philippians 2.13, that your people can do all things through Christ because you, God, strengthen us. May each caller remember who you are then we can remember who we are because of you. Hallelujah. Father, bless your people, I pray. Bless your people. And we give you thanks. Thanks be unto you, God, because you give us victory through Christ Jesus. Now, Father, by the power and the blood of Jesus, we seal every prayer prayed by your Holy Spirit of promise. And I declare no backlash, no retaliation, no weapon formed against your people shall prosper. In every tongue that rises against them in judgment, thou shalt condemn. For this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and our righteousness is of you, Lord. Thank you, Father. This we pray. In victory, in Jesus' name, amen. Minister Helena, please open the line. 